0: The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Where you going, the supernatural is a mandate. Where you going, the supernatural is a lifestyle. God's going to make you a praise in the earth. Praise is more than music. It is a warfare tool that God gives you so that you can shift the battle over to him. He inhabits the praises of his people. Prayer sends angels. Praise sends God. You just get up off your knees and walk away. That's not the right thing to do at the midnight hour. You're not done yet. You get up off your knees, raise your hands up, and start giving God some praise because it's already done. You are made for worship. I want you to find something to believe. Okay. Now I'm saying to you, it might be that you might have a school loan that's $70,000 or something. Then find a scripture. Let's believe God that you can have that paid off. I'm saying don't make it possible. That's where you can start. Once you do, the mind will get it. And it'll start trying to figure out how to do this. But if you take it beyond your mind, now your spirit's got it. Say amen to this. And then, as you then begin to uh, meditate, well, I don't want to get ahead of myself. But I'd like you to pick something car paid off, home paid off. Now, understand you're dealing with a big God. I said you're dealing with a big God. Now, no matter what it is, if it's according to life and godliness, it's already yours. You're not trying to talk God out of something. It's already yours. You're not waiting on God. God is waiting on you. All this stuff is out there right now, and I'm telling you, we're coming into a time where there's gonna be the greatest agreement between heaven and earth that's ever been seen since Adam in the garden. It's coming up right now. In other words, whatever's in heaven gonna be in the church. It's gonna be in the church. Folks gonna be healed all over the place. I'm talking about the Holy Ghost is about to beautify the church. I'm prophesying now, they going to my prophet thing now about to beautify the church. Whatever's missing, whatever's not right, the Holy Ghost is going to make it right. What, whoever's been harassing you, going to be cut off. Whoever, come on, God is about to do some big thing. He's about to make joy come in the church like you've never seen it before. We're going to have to try to uh, uh, talk somebody into the kingdom Uh, or just persuade them to come in. They're going to see the works. They're not only going to see the work, they're going to smell a sweet aroma when you come by, because you're going to be a living sacrifice for God. i got a feeling we're about to move into our finest hour. Now, I just need somebody to believe. That's all I need, somebody to believe. Say, I believe, praise God. Thank God for motivation, but let it be motivated by the Word of God. See, you got to be unashamed of this God. There's no that logic produced a miracle. You find it in there, it's not in there. God's going to tell you to do something that is slightly off the the beaten path of the human logic. I'm not ashamed of it. I'm talking about we're going to demonstrate the kingdom. All right. So look at Mark 11, 23. All right. Mark eleven twenty-three. 23. He says, or verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things that he said shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith." You cannot say what you have not seen. Lord have mercy. And believing, is seeing, and when you see something that other folk can't see, you become unstoppable. So, Mark eleven twenty four. What things? So, therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you what, receive them, and what'll happen? You shall have them. Do you believe that? Now, this is Jesus telling you how you are made. This is for the impossible. Say impossible. Impossible. All right, now notice this verse. It has nothing to do with payment, it has to do with believing. And when you believe, now I'm going to get this right because somebody came up in service and they had it a little bit wrong. God will either give you the thing or what it takes to get the thing. Are y'all with me here? So, the reason why many saints are still without is because they're trying to figure out how they're going to pay for this rather than. Just believe it. Say amen to that. I remember when I was young, we used to do something called window shopping. Y'all ever heard of that before? We we go downtown on Sunday afternoon and go through the different shops and look in the windows. And my brother and I, you know, we said, that's mine. Well, no, that's mine. I claimed that first. That's mine. We didn't have money to pay for none of it. But we used to do window shopping. Sometimes you need to just get in your car and ride downtown and see what belongs to you. So, what am I saying? God is telling us to believe for it. Say, I believe. believe. He is telling you what you're capable of doing. You're capable of of believing for something that is absolutely impossible. Did he do that with Abraham? Yes. He told him he was going to have a baby. He and Sarah. Sarah had never had children. Abraham had, was now past the age of childbearing. He said, you're going to have to have a child. The Bible says Abraham believed God. Say, I believe God. I believe God. So your job is to one, have a desire and the next, to believe, believe for the thing. Say thing. thing, things. So sometimes you have to put a picture up of the thing, so you can get this thing in your heart. All right, last place. Let's go over to Psalm 22, please. Psalm 22. How you doing? Doing okay? Yes. All right. Psalm 22. Now, here. The title of this is The Power of Prayer and Praise. Let's look at Psalm 22 and verse 3. But thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. God inhabits the praises of his people. I said, God inhabits the praises of his people. Now let's go to Acts chapter 13. Let's look starting at verse one. Now there were in the church that was at Antioch certain prophets and teachers as Barnabas and Simeon that was called Niger and Lucius of Cyrene, and Manion, which had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul. Now if you remember, Saul was soon called who? Paul. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, separate me Barnabas and Saul for the work whereunto I have called them. I want you to underline something. As they ministered to the Lord, as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, underline, the Holy Ghost said, okay, separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work whereunto I've called them. And when they had fasted and prayed and laid hands on them, they sent them away. So they're being sent forth by the Holy Ghost. Say sent, sent forth by the Holy Ghost. Underline that. Departed to Seleucia from, and from thence they sailed to Cyprus. That's as far as we're going to read right there. Now, this is what a lot of people don't do. They don't minister to the Lord. Now that's different from the prayer of faith or petition prayer. Because when I come to for petition prayer, it's something I need from God. It's like John chapter, um, what, 16 verses 23 and 24. You know, up until now you've asked me nothing, but ask and you shall receive in my name that your may be full. Very few songs minister to the Lord. They usually minister to us. We minister to each other. But prayer that we've had is primarily petitioning God. But this is different. They're going to minister to the Lord. You see, God wants fellowship with us, He lost that when Adam. Adam left. He wants to be with us. And once they ministered to the Lord, the Holy Ghost said. So notice, as God, as we fellowship with him, not asking anything from him, but ministering to him, then it seems like he starts ministering to us. So, I'm saying here that God can move mightily in our midst if we set up the right atmosphere. Oh, you here? So, we need to take more time to minister to the Lord. Now, let's, let's go on down and see some of this. Let's go to Acts chapter 16, please. In Acts chapter 16, this is when Paul and Barnabas, or Paul and uh, Silas, were there ministering, and this woman who had a spirit of divination was delivered. A lot of people who were making money off with this woman, now all of a sudden they got mad at Paul and Silas and ended up beating them and put them in jail. I want to say something about this first, that they were put in jail, but they weren't put put in jail for being out of the will of God. They were in the perfect will of God. So notice how the enemy would try to attack you even if you were in the perfect will of God. See, and a lot of times, what people do? Well, the Lord is testing me. The Lord ain't testing; it's the devil trying to kill you. And what you need to do is understand you're in the perfect will of God, and now all you got to do is stand. Amen. Say amen to that. So, what did they do? They threw him in prison. Now, one of the things they didn't do is they didn't get down in prison and start griping, complaining, belly aching about what was going on. But the Bible says at midnight, glory to God. Well, I'm about to preach now. Oh, is a preach. Won't that preach? Yeah. Verse 25. I'm talking about when your money is funny. Uh, come on. I'm talking about when the doctor just said something crazy. I, I'm talking about when, when, when some bad report just came in at midnight, Paul and Silas what? Prayed and sang praises unto God and the prisoners heard them. See, the Bible says in everything give thanks. It didn't say for everything. It says in the middle of it. I'm talking about ministering to God now. I'm talking about about when the praises go up. I'm talking about he inhabits the praises of his people. Prayer sends angels. Praise sends God. So the Bible says when Paul and Silas prayed, here, they they prayed and then sang praises of God. And this is what he says here. "And, and, and, And the prisoners heard them. Not overheard, heard. They heard them. They weren't being quiet. This is the night. This is the eleventh hour. This is the time. Hey, I got to get some action here. But they believed in prayer and praise. I'm talking. about, They didn't have no lawyers to come down there. They said, "God's gonna let me out." Boy, this thing is powerful, man. And so they prayed and sang praises to God. And look what happened in verse 26. And suddenly there was a what? Not an earthquake. What kind of earthquake was it? A earthquake. So the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were opened and everybody's bands were loosed. I'm talking about when you get action in your community, everybody's about to be set free tell you going to be too expensive for the devil to mess with now i just want you to see something here because it was the midnight hour circumstances looked real bad and here's paul and silas they are going to pray now i'm saying they prayed and then they start giving praises to god And I think what happens with people's lives sometimes, they pray, but look what happened. The earthquake didn't come till some praise showed up. You just get up off your knees and walk away. That's not the right thing to do at the midnight hour. You're not done yet. You get up off your knees, raise your hands up, and start giving God some praise. Because it's already done. Now your attitude in the middle of this thing's got a lot to do with the altitude you're about to go to. Say amen to that. Amen. The Bible says over in James chapter 1 and verse 2, it says counted all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. See, it didn't say cry about it. It didn't say start complaining, start blaming the man, start looking at the White House, the government, the Senate. I didn't say nothing about that. As far as you're concerned, you counted all joy. I said you counted all joy. Now, they were in the worst situation in their life. I'm here to tell you, saints, you about to be delivered from something you ain't never been delivered from in your life. God has heard you all you had to do is come in here and hear Bill Winston tell you that when you get up off your knees, you get your hands up in the air, don't care who hears you, and start praising God and watch God take over the battle. This is about to be the church's finest hour. And that's what this is, a year of praise. Folks, we're about to have some praise services. We're not going to have to ask for nothing. Just come in and praise God and everything going to be taken care of. I'm not talking about praising for a minute. I'm talking about giving him some serious praise. (laughs) Ha ha! See, because that shifts the battle. See, that shifts it. You don't need to. See, in 2 Chronicles, Lord, have mercy. Look at 2 Chronicles chapter 20 and verse 20. Just put it up on the board, please. Praise God, this is your time, and anybody can do this. See, praise makes the devil shut up. It stills the avenger. And they arose up early in the morning. Now, they didn't know what to do because they were outnumbered and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, hear me, O Israel, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. If you believe his prophets, so shall you prosper. And as your prophet right now, I'm telling you, when you get in your next situation, just get down and pray to God, receive it by faith, and get up and start praising him when they had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord. He didn't appoint people with big bayonets and machetes and spears and so forth. He got some singers. I said, he got some singers. And that should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army to say, praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. And watch what happened as a result of that. And when they began to sing and praise the Lord, the Lord sent ambushment against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. Watch this. And for the children of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir, utterly to slay and destroy them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, everyone helped to destroy one another. They didn't need to even fight the enemy turned on each other. I'm saying, I don't know what you're going through, but you don't even need to fight this battle. This battle don't belong to you. I said, this battle, I'm I'm talking about, I'm talking, Lord have mercy. God's going to fight this battle. We are coming to a time where the church is going to be a praise unto God. Are you following what I'm saying? So I'm saying in your life right now, know this, that whatever you're going through, God considers it now midnight. And now it's time for you to give God some serious praise. Put it up on the board please. And Judah came towards the watchtower and the wilderness, and they looked unto the multitude, and behold, they were all dead bodies, fallen to the earth, and none escaped. And he said, And when Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away the spoil of them, they found among them in abundance both riches, property, houses, swimming pools, cars. (laughs) They stripped off themselves more than they could carry away, and they were three days gathering the spoil. It was so much. Folks, I know you got people in here that don't believe the Word of God, but the Bible says one thing, let God be true and every man be a liar. Listen, God is no respecter of who? Person. If he'll do it for Jehoshaphat he'll do it for BW. Come on, he'll do it for Lucretia. Come on, he'll do it for Ray Ray. I'm here to tell you, God's about to do it for anybody that's willing to pray and give him some praise. Now give him some praise right now and practice your praise. Practice your praise. (laughs) Practice your praise. That's what I just heard. Practice your praise. don't you worry anymore about anything. No matter what's going on, no matter what report you give, don't you worry about anything. If it's too much for you, step back. Let your hands be raised to God and give him some praise. We're going to shift the battles in these last days. Well, I trusted you were blessed by that teaching. Now, this is offering day on the broadcast. It's a time that we have those who are listening, uh, partners, whatever, to sow a seed into the work that we're doing. Now, here's a scripture that I want to bring to mind. It's found in 2 Kings chapter 4. This is when a woman, uh, her children were about to be taken to put in bondage or work off a debt that apparently her family owed. They couldn't pay it well, you may be like that. You may have something that you want that debt canceled or you can't pay these debts or what are you going to do? Well, God is a debt canceling God. And what happened is she cried to the man of God. The man of God began to give her a series of steps that she could do to be able to get enough, accumulate enough to be able to pay off that debt. And so what happened? He said, now, what do you have in your house? She said, well, I don't have anything except a pot of oil, a little oil. Now that was, Burial oil, which is very expensive, they tell me it's about worth about a year's wages. And so she had this oil. He said, "Okay, now take that. Go borrow some vessels. Don't borrow a few. Come in and shut the door with you and your sons, and pour out." And the Bible says she did that and went back to the man of God. Said, "What do I do now?" He said, "Go sell the oil, and pay your debt, and live you and your children on the rest." Well, first of all. God is a God of increase. Psalm 115 and verse 14 says, the Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. Now, isn't it interesting how he put children in there because she called her kids in, then shut the door and then watched the miracle take place. So in this offering message, I want you to know that God is a debt canceling God. Secondly, know that miracles can take place anytime meaning that as you put that pressure on that covenant, that miracle will break loose. And the third thing, pass on faith as a legacy. Get your kids involved in the things that you're believing for and watch them grow up operating in faith, just like you. Praise the Lord. Well, if you have your offering ready, praise God, just think in mind, or write out a check or have your, you know, whatever you text or whatever you do, have it ready. Let, let me pray over it right now because I'm, I'm your prophet right now. (laughs) Let me pray over that gift that you sowed that seed. I'll pray over it right now. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that those who are sowing, I pray, for a multiplied return. Increase right now in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for it and call it done in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. I want to thank you so much for your giving. We're able to do so much because people like you are sowing seed. Glory to God. This is Bill Winston saying we love you and until next time, keep walking by faith. Where are you going, the supernatural is a mandate. Where are you going, the supernatural is a lifestyle. God's going to make you a praise in the earth. Praise is more than music, it is a warfare tool that God gives you so that you can shift the battle over to Him. Inhabits the praises of his people. Prayer sends angels. Praise sends God. You just get up off your knees and walk away. That's not the right thing to do at the midnight hour. You're not done yet. You get up off your knees, raise your hands up, and start giving God some praise because it's already done. You are made for worship. Govern the authority of your words, increase the force of your belief and embrace the peace of your worship in Pastor Winston's life-changing series, The Power of Prayer and Praise, Volume 3. To order on CD or MP3, on DVD or MP4, contact us online at billwinston.org. You can also call us at 1-800-711-9327.